Welcome to episode 038. You are exactly where you are meant to be. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Before we dive into this week's episode, just a little reminder of the ways that you can engage with me and my work. Head over to clarabade.com and visit the meditation shop or the EFT section, and you can get your hands on one of my many professionally recorded and produced meditation albums or my EFT online program, which is called the Alchemy of Emotional Freedom. These are two particular quote unquote tools that I use on the regular to support me through the ever-changing experience that is life. I get a heap of messages every week from people asking me about meditation and EFT and all I can really say to you is you've got to try it first. You've got to start, start before you're ready, start slow and build the practice up. And if those particular tools that I have online available for you in my shop support you, then that would be my honor and privilege to be part of your growth journey. So head on over to claireobeyed.com and check it all out. You'll probably see that the albums are still on sale. I actually meant to end that sale at the end of January, but... (laughs) Of course, I didn't remember to change that. So I'm going to keep that going for you for the rest of February. So please jump on and enjoy those albums at a heavily discounted price. Okay, let us get into today's episode, which is titled, You Are Exactly Where You Are Meant to Be. I can't wait to tear this apart a little with you right now. And it's actually got a lot to do with a realization that I have had many, many times, and of course, once again, just in the last couple of days. And isn't that the way? Sometimes we need to learn these lessons over and over and over. So I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory before I dive into the actual lesson. So um, as I'm recording this, I'm actually sitting on the floor in our little holiday apartment in the beautiful Nelson Bay, across the road from Fingal Bay Beach. We are on our family annual holiday. We go every year in February with my family, of course, and my husband's parents. And it's a really beautiful, easy, chilled time, usually. However, this time was not. The week leading up to it was just, I can't even remember it, to be honest, in detail, but it was just full on and crazy busy and sleep had been atrocious in our household. And so I was not feeling the greatest. Then I got really sick with a lovely virus. It was due, if you'd listened on for a while, you know that my family had been sick on and off repeatedly over the last few months. And every time that virus or whatever the virus was had skipped me. So it was due that I would get knocked down. And I did. I got very unwell 
razor throat, sharp throat, sorry, um, feeling very fatigued and very worn out and, you know, it's all good, right, it's all good. But, of course, Soleil got it too and so did Raphael. <clears throat> so on the trip up here, everything was mostly fine that first day but then it progressively got worse and we've spent most of this trip with a very unhappy, very sick little Raffi. Soleil bounced back much faster. She's almost five now, and I guess their immune systems are much stronger by this point, whereas poor Raffi didn't. And it ended up being, following my mother's intuition yesterday, I took him to the doctors and found out that he had not one, but two roaring ear infections and mouth ulcers. Not hand, foot, and mouth, just a crazy-ass virus, and the doctor said, and I quote, his ear infection is so bad that you will need to check it again multiple times over the next few days at another doctor's surgery or this one or wherever you are back home because it's kind of concerning. I've never actually had any experience with ear infections because Soleil's never gotten them or I've managed to, using essential oils or other things, uh, help stave them off before they've gotten to any at that point. So it was quite a shock to me because despite Rafi being incredibly clingy and whingy and needy, he was not distressed to the point that I would have gone, I think that's an ear, infa- ear infection. So I'm rambling now, but I'm basically telling you in a nutshell without sounding too dramatic or, you know, woe is me about the whole thing. But this was not the holiday that I expected expectations do always get the better of us, don't they? But it wasn't the holiday that I expected because I've come to know after the, la- after the last five years that this particular trip up here to beautiful Port Stephens and Finkel Bay is always really chilled and super easy and loads of fun and slow and restful. So to be pinned under a baby who needs constant attention and care, feeding on demand again and Uh, missing out on beautiful weather and beach days and my favourite sunrise at Fingal Bay. You know, I just didn't expect that. But I've been in the game long enough to remember the art of surrender and how important it is just to show up where you are at. That doesn't mean that I didn't have my moments of, quote-unquote, F this, or a little cry in the morning after another horrible sleepless night and just feeling so drained and depleted, and in fact feeling worse on this holiday than I had before, which is kind of counterintuitive, I guess. You almost expect to feel rejuvenated and relaxed and restored after a holiday, so to feel the opposite is kind of a bit of a slap, isn't it? Anyway, I'm not pondering on that too much, but I'm trying to set the scene because it was just all-round crap. And I'd accepted that it was crap and I started to see the silver lining in all the crap, which is, you know, here I am away from home, away from routine, away from any other requirements. And I have my in-laws right next door to occupy Soleil or to, to support us as we need it so we don't have to worry too much. And as you know, Mama, being at home on your own with two sick children is really challenging. So to be out of my home environment with lots of support has actually been fine been totally fine and totally manageable. So I do strongly believe though that everything happens for a reason. Often that reason is not something that we're aware of immediately. Sometimes it takes days, weeks, months, even years for us to see why something has unfolded as it's unfolded. Sometimes we don't even ever find out. It just integrates and shifts and transforms into our life as it's meant to, which is just awesome. 
But I was starting to wonder, what is this about? What did I need from this trip? What have I gained? What, what has all this sickness and this shift in expectation on this trip, what is that delivering me? What's the silver lining here? What's the lesson? I wasn't really digging too deep, to be honest. I just figured it will arrive when it's meant to arrive. And it did. So I decided knowing that yesterday, which was Monday, knowing that it was going to be a really rainy day, that I was going to go seek out something just for me, be it a healing of some sort, a massage, whatever it was. I didn't really know much, but I just put out the intention to the universe that that's what I needed. As we were walking through Nelson Bay, I very quickly, as of course I was chasing after two children, glanced up and noticed this sign that said the healing hub. So I went back to our little holiday apartment and Googled, and it was really hard to find what this was. There was no website for this place, but I ended up randomly coming across this beautiful woman called Arwen, who does kahuna and lomi lomi massage which I've had done many, many times before in the past, and I love, and I know. So without complicating it too much in my mind, I just thought, okay, you know, I'm not going to go hunting. This is what's come forward. I'll just follow this little breadcrumb and see where it leads. And I booked in for a 2 p.m. appointment to have a delicious Hawaiian massage with this little niggle in the back of my head, this little thought that was telling me, you know, this is not just a massage. You've, d- you've done this before. You know that kahuna is not just a massage. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, feel free to go on Google. But kahuna for me, done by a proper practitioner, is a healing experience. It's a divine, feminine, uh, a flowy, powerful, energetic shift, tuning into Mother Ocean, chanting, healing kind of experience. It's not just, I'm going to massage you and you'll relax. In fact, it's quite the opposite to that for me. It's one of the modalities I have to say out there that actually cracks me wide open and actually creates a very, very powerful shift in my body and actually uh, creates an energetic and emotional release like nothing else that normally does. So there was this little niggle in the back of my mind that had connected to that thought but wasn't allowing the words to form because I just didn't want to let my mind and my ego formulate a plan out of this or to complicate it by overthinking it too much. And luckily, I wasn't really feeling quite switched on enough after all the sleep deprivation to even explore that. So, you know, everything works out as it's supposed to work out. So I could tell by the text messages between myself and Arwen that she was a really beautiful, open-hearted woman. I just could feel that through her energy. So when I showed up and I knew that she had chosen to give me a massage on her off day, so her admin day, we immediately embraced. There was this huge hug straight away, which was just beautiful. She just has these wide open sea foam green eyes and I just immediately felt that I was safe with her. She asked me what was going on. I just told her that I was feeling all sorts of feelings about what we'd been through the last few days and the last couple of weeks and a couple of other disappointments in our life. And I just wanted to let it go. You know, I I don't need it. I don't need it. And I know that I'm better than all of that and I don't need it. So I didn't complicate it with too many words. I just told her, I'm just here for whatever this brings for me. And she said in her beautiful way, I will try and keep you on the massage table as long as I can and give you as much as I can. Now, if you have ever had a kahuna massage, you'll know that these practitioners practitioners are next level. They are earth angels, and they are so incredibly tapped into a particular energy 
it's like this combination of feminine and masculine and it's this mama ocean energy. The, the kahuna massage, obviously, being a Hawaiian therapy, is very much tuned into the powerful divine feminine energy of the ocean. And they have this within them, these practitioners. And they see you and they have a powerful gaze and they have always, at least in my experience, had something about them that just makes you want to sit up and notice them and con- connect with them. And you feel deeply loved by them instantly. So I hope you're following my story so far. So I get into this beautiful room. You might have seen I shared it on Instagram. And it's just a lovely open space. And there are these singing bowls laid out. And the bed is just inviting. And I'm just thinking, okay, this is awesome. And then I hear the voice again that says, you know what this is going to be, Claire. And I just say to myself, okay, well, I'll just let it be whatever it needs to be. Despite the fact that I was so tired at that point, I probably could have fallen asleep at the drop of a hat. So I'm on the bed, and if you've had a Hawaiian massage, you'll know that you're completely nude with just a very thin sarong over you. And it is a very physical, very powerful, um, very uh, connected and switched on, slightly wild, and um, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's a two-way experience. It's not just you receiving, it's a give and receive experience between yourself and the practitioner. And so it began. There's chanting from the practitioner. There's breathing, deep breathing that sounds like the ocean. And there's an invitation from the practitioner to yourself to do the same, to breathe, to moan, to cry, to let it all out. And boy, did I do that. It felt like certain points that Arwen was touching were tapping into the trauma or pain somatically held in my body, tapping into lines of energy that were blocked and stuck, tapping into stored sadness and residual grief about what I do not know. Most of it, I was completely just in the feeling, the felt sense of what was moving through my body as she massaged and flowed around me. Most of it, I had no idea what was going on and what it was about, but I just allowed my body to take center stage. And so if that meant that I needed to cry like a baby, which happened a lot, and I'm talking about like ugly snot kind of cry, then I did that. If it meant that my body was asking me to moan and there were points where I felt like the moan was moving through me, not I was moaning, like it was, you know, that saying, that idea that the breath is breathing you, well, that's what it felt like. It felt like I was not in control of that moan, but the moan was rippling and moving through my body. The, the roar, the cry. And the whole while, Arwen is working through your body to facilitate these somatic releases. And she's also chanting and breathing. There was this mantra that she kept saying over and over, and I, I'm not sure if I've got it right, but it was, Ayua Mama, Ayua Mama, Ayua Mama. And afterwards, she told me that that meant, I um, is the the sound of the heart mantra, which is something that I, I do myself. I've often come to m- breathe and meditate at my heart space and the heart mantra is ah. And uh, ayua or awa, I think the sound is the second sound, is grounded earth energy. But together with the word mama at the end, it's about activating an enlightenment energy from the base upwards, kundalini energy rising essentially. 
So there is this beautiful breathing experience and this exchange of energy and this receive and give and receive and give and release and release and let go and receive and give. And there is chanting and it is really, if you were to watch it from the outside in, probably looks completely nuts and is really wild and intense. But when you're in it, at least if you're willing to go there, it is wild and intense, but it's also just, ah, you just know, you just know that you're receiving something from this practitioner who's facilitating an opening for you and you're stepping forward to your own healing in a powerful way. So allowing my body and my heart to open so that I could heal whatever needed to be healed was actually exactly what I needed that day and I didn't know it. If you had told me, and this is what I mean why I was quietening that voice in the back of my head, if you had told me that this was going to happen or I'd allow myself to remember that this has happened for me before in kahuna massage maybe I would have talked myself out of it because I was so tired and depleted I thought that might tip me over the edge I might have complicated it in my head but I had this trusting feeling that I had been guided to Arwen and to this particular experience and I'm really grateful that I did because there came a point in the massage where I tuned into exactly one of the things that I was releasing So there is a particular song that has been a song for me, an important song for me. It's called The Devi Prayer, 108 Sacred Names of the Divine. I'm going to mention it in the show notes, so make sure you go and check it out. Every time I've played this for somebody in circle, they just come back and say, Jesus, Claire, what was that song? I need to hear that. It is a song that I birthed Soleil to. I also played it to her when she was in utero for me, with me, sorry, for months. I birthed her to that. I listened to that. All night, the first night, we were skin to skin and breathing and breastfeeding, sorry, together, but also breathing together. Uh, And it's a song that I frequently meditate to, especially when I'm trying to tap into my heart and the divine feminine. So it was about, I guess, 20 minutes towards the end of this massage. I wasn't aware of time. Time literally slowed down and stopped. But this song came on and straight away I knew. I knew that we were tuning into the divine feminine. We were tuning into mother energy right now and there was something coming forward for me. So I said to my guides and I said to Archangel Michael, surround me and protect me with your energy because I'm going to go there. Whatever this is, I'm ready for it. And Arwen started to massage a particular point on my left hip and glute. And straight away, I had memories flooding through of Raphael's birth. If you haven't listened to my podcast episode, I think it's episode 29 of the first series. So if you scroll back... It's the birth I thought I would never have, and that was Raphael's birth. Please listen to it because it will give you some context. It's also a really honest, raw share about what happened, and it's a very powerful story to hear for all women out there. But a lot of the experiences with Raphael came flooding back as she hit this particular point. In particular, I remember being in the pool and on my hands and knees, and I'm 10 centimeters dilated, and I'm I'm in a birthing position, and I'm in transition, and I've hit that beautiful space where you are not on earth and you're not quite on the other side and you're somewhere in between and I would be in the throes of a surge feeling him and knowing intuitively that he wasn't fully coming down yet and there would be this point where I'd be like what is happening here and then this twinge would spark up in my left hip and glute and it was such a strong sharp pain that it would it would almost pull me out of the contraction for a moment. Like it would make my body recoil and 
contract and resist and come back a little bit. The pain there was so much sharper than actual birth that it was a shock and it felt seized up at that point. And in chiropractic sessions leading up to his birth, I'd been told many, many times there's something going on on the left side of my hip and my pelvis and my glute and it's kind of jammed and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not sure what's going on here. This is what I'd hear from the chiropractors all the time. In the end, Rafi was very stuck and very stuck on that side of my body. So as she was massaging this point, oh my God, it was like I was transported back into this moment of birth. And I heard myself kind of mumbling words through snot and tears, something like, uh, it, it hurts too much, I couldn't get him out. I got stuck or he got stuck, something like that. And I allowed it to happen. I felt very strongly that there was this release that was happening on this side of my body that was related to whatever pain or residual trauma that was stored in my body that needed to come out. And I want to say here, seeing as I've just said pain and residual trauma, that it's probably really important for me to highlight this. I spent a lot of time in the six months post his birth. I was just led there naturally to do this, but I spent a lot of time processing what happened, processing the disappointment, processing the things that didn't go so well, processing the things that did go well, processing the sadness, processing the joy, all of it. I did a lot of processing in dreams. It was like my body would just detox, detox, detox overnight and they would come out in dreams. I would think about things and talk about things out loud and talk about things with my mentor and just got to a point where I felt really good and okay with everything that happened with his birth to the point where I see it as a really beautiful experience now. So I want to say that when you do somatic trauma release, like what happened with me, with Arwen on this massage bed yesterday, it cannot just happen, for most of us it cannot and should not just happen happen raw like that. Often having a safe container where we've been able to speak about our pain first and work through it on a mental and a cognitive level is a really good starting point. The somatic stuff has to happen at some point because as you're going to hear from the rest of my story, Whether you think you're over something or not, you usually are not when it's stored in your body. And trauma is always stored in our body somewhere. And it was clearly stored in my left hip. And again, it's stored in the other side of my body, which I'll I'll get more into, and on my belly. But somatic trauma release needs to be done by a facilitator of energy, someone who understands the way the brain works, understands where trauma and and neuroscience are connected and how that all works and understand how somebody can kind of re-traumatize themselves if they're not managed in this way properly. So I really felt okay to go there because I'd done already so much clearing work and felt just whatever about the birth. It wasn't an issue anymore. It was something that I could easily reflect on and feel good about. So as she hit these points in my body that were telling me, yeah, you're okay, but I'm still holding on to this in this point and let's let go. Look, like, let's really let go of it now. Let's really release it. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go there. This is my conversation with my body. So she slowed down at this point as she could feel that I had had the full release. And then she moved me onto my back where she started massaging across my belly, across my womb, over my vulva, really deeply brought up a lot of stuff. She was massaging across my cesarean scar and I could hear the words, they cut my womb, they cut my womb, they cut my womb in my mind over and over. And then I could feel the felt sense of grief and sadness that he didn't come out through my vagina. I could feel that. I could feel my body grieving. I don't feel that in my mind. I'm not even sure I feel that in my heart anymore, but I felt my womb 
was grieving. I felt my womb was grieving that it had been cut, that she didn't get to birth this child that she had grown for 43 weeks. I could feel that. So as Arwen massaged and moved through my belly and my chest and my shoulders and my heart space, what unfolded to me is is a reenactment of birth. I felt like through moaning and grieving and releasing pain vocally, which is very powerful, our voice is directly connected to our cervix and to our womb and to our uterus. And sound healing is very powerful. So even though I was feeling like this healing unfolding through sound alone, I actually felt my body. I think I remember arching my back and my knees bending. And I actually felt like I was in a reenactment of birth. It felt very tribal. It felt like my womb was facilitating what she didn't get, which was let me feel him birthed through me, through this canal. Let, let my vagina open and release. And I actually felt like the same feeling I had when I was birthing Soleil. On, halfway up on my back, propped up a little bit, knees bent up and howling into the other realm to bring her soul forward. And it was fucking beautiful. It was amazing. And it was just so... Oh, I felt so deeply loved and held by Arwen. I could feel how thrilled for me she was that this was happening. Later on, she told me that she felt to work down the birth lines, the energy lines running down my legs. But she said, once you start on that, you need to stay with that and not end. And we had a limited time because she had to run off to get to her kids. And she actually said, I could have worked on you for three hours, which was really interesting. Uh, But after it, there was... I just was held in this cocoon of sound. There were singing bowls and chimes. She walked around chanting a beautiful song and just doing all sorts of beautiful things that I just love. That the witchy woo in me just goes, ah, yes, this is everything. This is everything that I need. So after we had a bit of a debrief and she told me all about what she had tuned into and particularly that this divine feminine energy within me was very, very activated and initiated and this kundalini energy moving towards enlightenment was was activated within me and I needed to do some breath work to bring it up through my body and to really sit with the sensations that I feel. Which is interesting because I'm booked into a breath work workshop on the 29th of Feb, which I'll tell you all about, I'm sure. So let's step away from the story for a second so I actually can share with you why this episode is called You're Exactly Where You're Meant to Be. As I got up to get dressed after this massage, I just felt very clearly, ah, this is why you came to Nelson Bay. This is why you had to come here and feel so broken and depleted. And this is why you had to have such a trying time that you basically drove yourself to an experience to have this healing, not just to feel better from the experience that you're having this week, but to heal something deep within you that is ready to come up and out. Raphael is too at the end of April. You know, I I found two to be a very big turning point in the postpartum journey. A big stage of reclamation, coming back into who you are, redefining who you are, finding more space for who you are, tuning into who you've become, Two was a big turning point, and I can feel that building and brewing. So it's not a surprise to me that my body has 
cultivated and curated an experience for me to release what happened 29th of April, 2018. I'm not going to pretend that I'm wise enough or tuned in enough to know what else this has facilitated. I'm sure it has facilitated healing for other things that I haven't become aware of on a cognitive level. And you know what? I don't need to know. It's all good. I've come to a space with my journey where I just trust that whatever I am meant to get, I will get. Whatever I'm meant to receive, I will receive. And that's the message. That is exactly what I felt and what I downloaded. I came here for this and I could not have foreseen that. I could not have predicted that. I could not have even written that, which is something I need to remember for so many other areas of my life at the moment that are unseen. The future is unseen and I'm very unclear as to when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, what's going to happen, why it's going to happen. All of that is just a big question mark. So it's a really beautiful experience to have a moment where quite quickly you realize the reason for something happening. Like I said, this can often take months, weeks, years before you know why something has unfolded the way that it has. This experience, it unfolded within a few days. And I'm really grateful for that because I needed that. I needed that nudge of guidance and intuition. I really needed to be reminded that I'm fully supported, that I'm constantly being guided and held and that I am always okay and I'm always receiving what I need. And I want to share that with you, whether you're a mama or a woman who wants to be a mama or neither of those and you're just listening along for whatever reason, I just want to share that with you and I hope you feel the power of that, that you are exactly where you're meant to be. Even if right now you are on the floor and there are kids around you and it's days of sickness and there's toys everywhere and piles of laundry and you are so broken, you just want to run away to Mexico or hide under the covers and you can't see past the mess of this moment. Even if you're in one of those moments, you are exactly where you're meant to be. It will direct you to something, someone, a conversation, a moment of tenderness, a healing, a drive to go seek out something, to learn something, to take yourself away somewhere, whatever, it will catapult something, maybe in a subtle way, maybe in a big way. I just want you to tune into that. Maybe you're many, many, many years down the line in parenthood and motherhood and your children are much older and you're feeling a little bit, I don't know, lost, confused, starting again, bored, missing your children? What are all the cliches that are thrown out there about women when we're at that stage of parenthood? Maybe you're wondering what this place is that you're in, if this is where you're meant to be. Maybe it's not as awful, awesome sorry, as you wish it to be, and it's a little bit more awful than you wish it to be. Just keep tuning into your guides. Keep asking for the little messages and the signs and the symbols and the breadcrumbs. Keep following the nudges and trusting that you're meant to be where you're meant to be as long as you're staying awake and conscious and open and willing to take steps forward in some way. And what I mean by, by that, I explained to you how I saw that healing hub sign and then I decided to book in. There were there are moments there where my brain goes, ah, oh, don't worry about it, it's too hard, don't do that, don't do a massage, too much money, whatever. There's always excuses, there's always things that get in the way or always other things that you could uh, do that you think are, are better or more worthy. But if you receive some sort of guidance, 
take it because it's trying to take you somewhere, even if it's just in a small way, a small step. It's trying to take you somewhere that is for you, that is to show you that you're meant to be where you're meant to be. This is it. You're exactly here and I'm going to deliver something for you at some point. Now, it might be that you're years into this journey like I had been years into motherhood and so confused about who I was, what I was doing, where I was going. And I just had to keep coming back to the center of this, which is I'm where I'm meant to be. I'm receiving what I'm meant to receive right now. Truths, download, even confusion and uncertainty. I'm meant to have all of this right now because it's leading to something else. I don't like to spiritualize this idea too much because I know that sometimes things are just shit and you just want to be in the shit and be okay with saying that this is shit. And that's also part of the process too. So I honor that, respect that, and want you to know that I'm there with you many, many times over. I just want you to have this idea in the back of your head and tucked away in your heart that you are exactly where you're meant to be. And at some point it will reveal itself. And you might not be able to thread it all together perfectly, but you will go, ah, okay. I had this beautiful experience on this massage table. That doesn't mean that I wish things had been different on this holiday. Of course I do. It's not what I expected. It's not what I wanted. I'm human and I'm allowed to say that. I'm allowed to say that sucked really badly. And I'm still feeling exhausted off the back of that. But I can also go, okay, I see there was a gift here too. And I'm grateful for that. I acknowledge the guidance that took me there. I offer up, up, offer up my appreciation to it. And I am so grateful for it. I really am. So I hope that that helps you. I hope that you, in whatever point you're at with your journey, that you can remember that you are exactly where you're meant to be and have that be another type of armor that you put on to support you when you're feeling a little bit attacked by life. That you can say, all right, give me your best shot, but I'm armoured up, knowing that your best shot is actually exactly what I'm supposed to receive right now. And I'm going to take it. I'm going to do whatever I do with it in my human form, in my ego form, in my spiritualised, actualized form. But I'm also going to hold on to that and say, yeah, I know this is going to take me to something, some realisation, some truth some experience, some event, some change in perspective, attitude, ideas. Whatever it is, it's exactly where you're meant to be. And that is just so special. Ah, okay. So a little side note here. I'm really sorry for how... Uh, stumbly I feel like I've been with my words today I am actually still quite tired I feel about a million times better today and happier and lighter and I feel just content and in deep reverence of life but I do feel a little bit oh I could do with a nice long nap that maybe went for about 48 hours straight so I think maybe I've been a bit stumbly with my words. So I apologize if sometimes you've just gone, what is she saying? I'm still a bit congested, a bit snuffly and a bit stumbly. And hey, that's just the way that it is. All right, beautiful one. Thank you for tuning in. I'm really sorry that it's taken two weeks for me to get you a new podcast episode. I know that you guys wait to tune into One Work Mama. I'm just going to say this. 
I just didn't feel to, it just didn't feel right to speak about anything of the last two weeks. I was waiting for what it was that wanted to come through and it was this. And I've come to a point in my life where I know that if I rest, I rise stronger. And I know that if I force things that they just feel forced and fake and um, you can feel that too. And I just have to honor the times when I'm being told, not now. And although in my head, my ego would love to stick to timelines and structures and show up in a particular way and be consistent all the time and never um, let you down, right? To always be something that you can rely on. I know that if I don't honor myself, then there's nothing left to give. And that applies to my work, to my clients, to my partner, to my children, to all aspects of my life. So let that be just another little wisdom bomb for you. Another little reminder that you already know, but maybe you just needed to hear again. So I'm going to leave it at that at almost 37 minutes and invite you to tune into where you're at right now and see if you can feel that maybe this is exactly where you're meant to be. And guess what? It's okay if you can't because maybe you're not meant to know that just yet or see that just yet. And you will when you're meant to. Okay, beautiful mama. I am just one mama on the path to woke and I hope that you choose to wake up with me too. Love and light to you.